Hello and welcome back once again guys to Popcornet. I am James Baker, the host of Popcornet. And on today's episode we're going to be discussing Han Solo, the new movie from Disney. Uh, today I'm joined by Kurt Onstead. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yourself? Doing pretty good, man. Um, this is take two, actually, because I just butchered Kurt's name. So we, we had to redo a whole set just because of that. <laughs> Sorry about that once again, guys. <laughs> um, no problem here. So, uh... <clears throat> So, Kurt, when did you go see Solo? Did you go opening night? I wasn't able to go opening night, uh, but I I went Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, so, just just a couple of days ago, as we're recording this. Okay. Was it a lot of people there, or was it like people were like deciding to wait on this one? It was probably about half full. Um, I I've I've actually. Since I've moved up here to, to Oregon, I have never actually seen a full movie theater at all. It's it's kind of weird because uh, I grew up in in Southern California in L.A. where movie going was, you know, a regular thing. And you'd constantly run into full theaters and sold out showings. But like I said, it was only about half full here, uh, which is still pretty good for for Oregon or at least for the theaters I go to. Okay. Um, so the film's pretty still uh, fresh in your mind. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Uh, were you on the I hate this movie, they should have never made this side of the fence, or are you on the side, I love this movie side of the fence? Uh, well, I try to keep an open mind before I actually see a movie, so I, I never say, oh, a movie should never get made if, I mean... There there are movies that end up being horrible, but no movie in and of itself deserves to be said you shouldn't make it. Uh, <laughs> I I I definitely was was ready to see this movie. I was I was uh, you know looking forward to it, especially all the promotional stuff where uh, you see see Donald Glover as. Londo, or I'm sorry, Londo is my cat's name, Lando. Uh, <laughs> I, I named my cat after the Babylon 5 character, so I'm used to saying Londo instead of Lando. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I was looking forward to it. I didn't have anything necessarily against it, although I definitely heard all of the stuff regarding the old directors uh you know getting taken off the film and ron howard coming in at the last minute and that's never a, a great sign for a movie but i wasn't going to hold that against it right i was reading the articles uh as well and uh i saw something about they had to like fly a uh acting coach out for aiden or alden as uh <clears throat> the guy that plays solo but uh i feel like he did a decent job um, just a heads up, guys. This will be a, a spoiler-filled episode. Before we get too far into the episode, I just want to give you guys a heads up. But uh, I feel like um, he did a good job with all like the scrutiny that he was going through, like while filming this. Did you feel like he did a pretty solid solo? 
Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he was, you know, he was dead on. And he's even gotten Harrison Ford's seal of approval now, so that's about as good as it can get. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought he he did a really good job portraying, uh, you know, a younger version of the Han Solo that we knew from A New Hope. Uh, someone who was, you know, still who was who was jaded, but still had that that thread of of hope and optimism in him. Yeah, I feel like uh, I wish I wouldn't went into it, like you said, like with an open mind. But I kind of got caught up in a nostalgia. I kind of went in thinking that he was going to do like a uh, pretty much an impersonation. A impersonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that kind of got me been out of shape at the beginning. But once I like, you know, was locked in, I'm like, oh, OK, I'm kind of glad he didn't do that now because I don't want an impersonation the whole time. I want him to just do his own thing. So I'm glad he decided to go that route versus trying to be Harrison Ford because that could have backfired. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've, we've seen, uh, you know, with, with some of the other prequel type movies that have come out, like the X-Men, um, that just kind of having your own interpretation of the character is a lot better than trying to just do a straight imitation of the character. Uh, because if you just, imitate them the entire time then all your all you walk away is thinking did they do a good job impersonating them or did (laughs) they do a bad job impersonating them whereas when you when they do their own thing you can you you're allowed to get caught up in the story much more i think right i feel like the only complaints that i do have about the character isn't his fault i feel like i went into this wanting to learn more about han solo like like how he became han solo and all this and that but I feel like the only thing that I really gained knowledge of was how he got the solo in his name I really didn't see any transformation happen in this like he started out you know doing like heist runs with his girlfriend at the beginning Kira and then uh they got split up and then he joined the uh empire and then it just went from there but I feel like he was the same character straight through I really didn't see a character transformation but that's not the actor's fault yeah, well, uh, I think probably his biggest transformation is that he, although it's hard to say how much of a transformation it is, because he was he was all about himself for the whole movie, and then Kira at the end says, you're a good guy. And he does do the right thing, and, you know, with the uh, coaxium uh, helping out the, the nascent rebellion... Uh, giving it to them but uh he's still he's still basically the same guy i think my big issue was that similar to yours is that we didn't learn a lot that we hadn't already known before it just made a bunch of stuff canon that had been established in outside stories in you know in uh in novelizations and things like that. Like, you know, it, if, if you asked, a, a you know, someone who had gone into a deep dive on the history of Han Solo, what do you know about him from before he came to a new hope? Well, he, it's kind of been established that he was in the Imperial Navy for a while and that he, uh, 
he met Chewbacca, uh, you know, in such a way that Chewbacca ended up owing him a life debt. And, you know, we, and we know that he won the Millennium Falcon from Lando in a card game. And, you know, these are all things that we kind of already knew. And there wasn't a lot of new details other than, as you mentioned, how he actually got his last name, which is never really a question I had had in the first place. <laughs> I really didn't care either. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, nobody asks, well, why is his last name Skywalker? Yeah. Uh, does he actually walk on the sky? No, no <laughs> one asks that question. So no one assumed, you know, no one would have thought, well, why is he Han Solo? Uh, it's like, uh, it, I mean, it's a fun moment in the movie. Uh, it's, but I, I don't think it was a significant addition to to his canon. Yeah. I'm starting to think that uh, Disney and Star Wars really have like a big problem. And I, I feel like the biggest way or the best way to get out of that problem is to just stray away from all this, you know, like the old school characters, like the retro nostalgia, because I feel like that's holding this franchise back because they're just recycling these characters and coming up with these, you know, canon stories that, I mean, we all still going to go see it no matter what, but it's kind of like, it feels like they're just trying to make money off of it now. And it's not really a like there's really not a point of this movie, but I feel like once they start getting into these next few trilogies that are coming out, that's when we start seeing the good stuff that we really want to see again. That makes Episode um, One and One, Two, and Three so good because it was like uncommon ground. But since then, it's just been spinning off the same three movies for the last some odd years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, although when you say episodes one, two, and three, you mean the original trilogy right. that are four, five, and six in the story yeah, with in the, whole, the yeah. overall. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's, <laughs> That's all right. Just wanted to make sure you weren't uh, saying, you know, what made the prequels so great. <laughs> right. No, no, no. And that's another problem. Like now, like I don't know what number Han Solo would be. You know what I mean? Like now you have to add a number to that, and it just recategorizes everything. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and uh, you know, I think uh, that kind of makes a nice segue into the uh, spoiler at the the cameo at the end of the oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good. I, I like the cameo. I'm a big Darth Maul fan. How'd you feel about that? Okay. Uh, well, uh, you know, for a second, I was very confused because I, you know, I, I'm not the kind of person who, well. I shouldn't say I'm not the kind of person who, but I I never uh, really got into the uh, the Clone Wars or the Rebels cartoons. Uh, I've pretty much stuck to just the movies. Uh, so I I have friends who are into those, and so kind of through osmosis, I I I remembered afterwards that oh yeah, Darth Maul did survive and has come back. But there was that moment where that I had forgotten that and was like, wait, when is this movie taking place? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when it takes place, it's it obviously the Empire has been established. So it's, you know, it's after after the prequels. Um, and uh, but it's obviously, again, before A New Hope. And so if if we were going to put it in chronological order, then it would have to be the prequels 
then Solo, then Rogue One, then Star Wars, A New Hope. So I really, I, I would like them to to kind of quit mining that middle space there, like in between the, the prequels um, or in between, you know, or for other stories, I think the new cartoon is going to take place in between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. And I'd love to see them do, you know, something like a Knights of the Old Republic story or uh or dark horse had a great comic book series called star wars legacy that took place far in the future and you know dealt with things happening in that timeline and so yeah i i agree that i'd really i really hope that that they can move away from using the same characters we've seen just in slightly different uh slightly different places in their lives uh and move on to newer new characters entirely yeah just like you said about the uh the nice and old republic uh, i'm hoping that's the way that the uh the guys from game of thrones are gonna go like the direction they're gonna go like a nice and old republic type uh show i would like to see that on a small screen that'd be pretty interesting um what was your what was one of your favorite scenes of the movie? Um I think probably my favorite was just the the big heist uh with uh with them on the train uh going through the mountains there. Uh I I that's one of the things I I did like about this movie is that it is uh, much like the Marvel movies have done where they've made each movie kind of its own genre where, uh, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier was a political thriller that is also a superhero movie. And uh, and Ant-Man was a heist movie that's also a superhero movie. You know, this was a heist movie that was also a Star Wars movie. And so the heist portion of it uh, with them trying to get the coaxium the the first time, the refined coaxium uh, off of that train was was just a really fun action sequence and and uh, showed off everyone's abilities and character traits really well. I thought. Yeah, that was my favorite scene as well. <laughs> um, another favorite scene uh, was when uh, Han and Chewie first met. I like that too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that 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 is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, uh, the the uh, having Han actually speak Wookiees uh, or uh, is it? <laughs> I, I know Kashyyyk is the name of the planet. So is it Kashikian is the the language or is it Wookiees? Sure. I yeah, um, but having him actually speak that and and make the noises and and everything. Uh, was was a lot of fun and uh, and seeing them escape together and become uh, the friends that we know that they'll be for for you know the rest of at least the rest of Han's life. <laughs> right, and that's one thing that didn't change from you know the horse the Harrison Ford that we know and this new one is that the chemistry with him and this big furball Chewbacca <laughs> is still there. You know what I mean? Like, and that was like one of the main things that we love about this duo is just like, it just seems like unforced, you know, like they're just friends from 
the day they met. So I like how that felt still like the original. <clears throat> How'd you feel about uh the new uh robot L three? She was great. I loved her her uh her character. Um I I was I was sad to see her end because I would love to see a Lando spinoff movie with him and her together yeah. uh, pulling jobs or whatever. Um, so it, I think she was a, a great, she, she was, she and K2SO are, are definitely up there for my favorite droid characters in the star Wars universe. Cause she, she just has so much, spunk really is is the only way to put it uh you know just the whole the the scene with her in the control room uh releasing all of the uh all the droids from their restraining bolts and starting that rebellion uh within the mining colony was was hilarious uh um i have to think that that was one of the scenes that the original directors were doing were were on because uh, that has a very uh, arrested development feel to it, uh, which those directors were involved with uh, before before getting onto this movie. So, uh, in fact, most of the comedy I think was was very much a, a product of of those two. Okay, so they just kept it from the original directors. That was a good idea. Yeah. That was a good part. That's one of my favorite parts, too. Um, but uh, L- L3 is awesome. Um, like you said about the Lando spinoff with uh, L3, um, I saw there was, like, rumors that came out that it would have been a spinoff, but they, like, crushed them immediately. Like, we never said that about uh, yeah. there being a Lando film. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, they've they've never said I, – I, you're right. I've, I've never – I haven't read anything – that said that that was in their plans. I'm just saying that, you know, if, if they're going to do a sequel or a spinoff or anything with the characters from this movie, the ones I'd like to see the most is to see, uh, Lando on his own and, and see what, what he's like when he's not just, when he's not just Han Solo's kind of frenemy. Right. Only time will tell, man. Since we're on the topic, how'd you feel about uh, Donald Glover's Lando? Oh, he was great. I mean, <laughs> I I have I, I've never watched uh, Community, unfortunately. I, I've seen little bits and pieces on YouTube, and I really need to to go back and watch it. But everything else that that I've seen with with Donald Glover, I've I've enjoyed, um, and. Uh, and this was no exception. He he nailed the essence of Lando perfectly without doing an impersonation. But just I mean, there were little little nods here and there, uh, like at the very end of the film when uh, when Han and uh, embraces him. There's that kind of uh, stutter step that they do like he's going to punch him or (laughs) but then goes in for the hug and they they you know they they just nailed that perfectly it's exactly like it was in empire uh so 
yeah, I thought he was spot on. I, I, like I said, I'd love to see more of him doing that. So, yeah, I loved it as well. It's a, it's a funny um, segment uh, on the uh, Ellen DeGeneres show. Him and uh, Alden, they went on there and they're like talking about filming the movie. And uh, he was saying when he went, <clears throat> when he met the original actor of uh, Lando, he's like sitting down talking to him. He's like, yeah, you know, I think Lando's from like this rich family. You know, like he's trying to do his own thing, make it on his own, and blah blah blah, yada yada yada. And then he looked over and he was just like not listening. He was like, man, just be cool. <laughs> like he was like, don't even worry about that. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. <laughs> and he was like. Don't overthink it. Just be cool. And that's exactly what he did in this movie. It was just like, you know, like typical Lando. You know what I mean? So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I didn't see that Ellen interview, but the, the interview, the, the bit I read was that, uh, he's that Billy D told him first and foremost, Lando is a charmer. Right. So, yeah. And he, he had that, uh, he had that to a T. He was, he was definitely, a charmer of of everyone on screen and everyone in the audience because uh the audience i was with yeah ate him up totally yeah for sure uh i guess we'll wrap up the pod there um let's chat about your podcast real quick um what's the name of your sure. pod again my podcast is called welcome to geek town it's a podcast where i take questions mostly from uh, from non-geeks, but people who are curious about different geeky subjects like superheroes, comics, role-playing, uh, board games, sci-fi, fantasy, and I answer their questions for them in a uh, in a forum that uh, you know gives them kind of a safe space where they don't feel like the gatekeepers are saying, "Oh, you don't know this already." Well, yeah. then. Why are you even bothering? Uh, you know, I've I've wanted to to make something that was open and welcoming to people to who wanted to learn about these subjects that I've been into for so long and love so much. Awesome. So that's man. that's what it is. Awesome. Good for you, man. Uh, is this something you do on your own? Is it a solo podcast or? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, yes. Right now it, it is something I do by myself. Uh, I, um, if, if questions come in that I don't think I'll be able to provide a good answer for, I have friends uh, and, and colleagues in, who have other areas of expertise that that I, you know, that I don't quite reach into. Uh, like video games are are not something that I've really been into, but I have enough people uh, in my life that I can say, "Hey, you can come on and answer this question for me." So occasionally, uh, if if the needs arise, I'll have guest stars, but uh, guest hosts. But for now, it's a solo venture. Awesome, man. Um... What is the best place for uh, the listeners to uh, reach you to ask you questions as well as uh, listen to your podcast? Where can they find it? Well, the uh, podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, pretty much all the, the major places that you'll find podcasts. Then my official website is welcome to the number two geektown.com. And then my email address is welcome to geektown, all spelled out, all letters in that case, uh, at gmail.com. 
Awesome. I'm going to check that out as well, man. Um, Kurt, once again, man, I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to chat with me. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime, man. All right, guys, go check out Kurt's podcast as well as, uh, you know, subscribing and everything. And uh, also, I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to try to drop another episode next week, maybe another get to know so we can explore the world of pop culture. Um, Also, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, thank you for tuning in. You guys enjoy the rest of your week.